Hello and welcome to the Accelerate Your Legacy podcast, where we talk all things money and money mindset. My name is Laura Sexton. I am a trusted financial coach and money mindset specialist. My goal with this podcast is to encourage and inspire you as you set out on a financial journey that eliminates stress and amplifies freedom. Today is the day you stop paying for your past and start saving for your future. If you're looking for more peace in your finances and margin in your budget, you've come to the right place. Hey, Accelerators. Today, we are going to be talking about the art of prioritization. Now, come with me here on a little journey where we're going to talk about why it's important to prioritize and what it is we get from prioritizing. If you look back at the origin of the word priority, it was singular. There was one. It wasn't multiple priorities that you had coming up. That's something we have created as Americans, where we just pile on top, pile on top, pile on top. Your list of priorities, I'm just going to go with it because we all say it, right? Our list of priorities tends to be a long one. But the truth of the matter is, we cannot put all of our priorities on a single flat horizontal line. What I want you to do is when you're thinking about your financial priorities, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to set up a pyramid. What's at the very top? What is your number one priority? It could be making a budget. Making a budget is your number one priority. And then underneath that, where is your money going to go? You see, having prioritized finances helps you manage your finances effectively. By making the decision ahead of time, you don't have to make a decision in the moment. In the moment, you are likely to make a bad decision. If you are doing something, you're just trying to get it done really quickly and move on. Yeah, that, that's not a good way to do things, guys. But if we can make a decision when we are calm, like when we make our budget on a day when we're not hungry, we're not angry, we're not lonely, we're not tired, we make it when we're in good emotional state. This helps you magnify your effectiveness. Setting clear financial priorities leads to better decision-making in the moment. It also leads to better decision-making in the long run. Deciding, hey, this is where we want to prioritize our money. Let's focus in on that. Well, how are we going to know what we need to focus in on? Well, you have to identify your financial goals. Some of these can be short-term goals. Some of them can be long-term goals. The question is, what is right for you and your family right now? My family and I are saving up money to buy a house. That is our short-term financial goal. It sounds crazy to say that buying a house is a short-term financial goal because it has been so long in the making. If you know anything about my journey, my husband and I paid off $372,347 in debt, and that took a long time. Being debt-free is a long-term financial goal. We are not going to be in debt, period. Now, yes, we are going to get a mortgage that is a debt. It is not a good debt, my friends. There's no such thing as good debt. But we are going to take on a mortgage knowing that our long-term goal is to be debt-free. So we know that we are going to try to pay our house off as soon as possible. We are not going to be living underneath a mortgage for 15 years. We are going to pay it off as quickly as possible. 
But our short-term goal right now is to purchase a home. Your short-term goal could be to save $1,000 for your starter emergency fund. Your short-term goal could be to budget for 30 days. Your short-term goal can be whatever it is that is coming up next for you. But I want you to think about what your long-term financial goals are. Long-term could be what is retirement going to look like. Long-term can be how do we want to set our children up? Do we want to pay for our kids' college? Do we want to pay for our kids' weddings? Do we want to pay for braces? Whatever that future goal is. But you have to set up short-term ones too, which could be things like, like I said, buying a home for us in the not-too-distant future is a short-term goal. It could be saving up for a vacation to Missouri later this year. Whatever it is that you have coming up, you have to clearly identify short-term and long-term financial goals. Now, remember, your goals should be SMART. SMART goals are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. You cannot say, I want to retire. What does that mean? What does retirement look like? What time? What year are you going to retire? The same for short-term. They have to be measurable. You can't just say, I'm going to lose weight. I need to know how many pounds I'm going to lose and over how much time and make sure that that's actually an achievable goal. Same with your debt-free journey. How much debt do you need to lose over how much time? Is it achievable? Is it something that can be reasonably done? If you want to say, I need to pay off $33,000 this month, is that reasonable? Is that actually achievable? Is that something that you can actually do? If you're already debt-free, paying off your debt is not a relevant goal. So let's just try to identify what your financial goals are, short-term and long-term. And then we need to focus on prioritizing those. Right now, my family's goal is to buy a home by the end of the year. That means that even though I hate making social media content, I am not paying somebody to help me with my social media. I know that's crazy, but I'm prioritizing the goal to pay off the house over the convenience of having somebody help me with my social media. That's what I mean by helping you make better decisions by making a financial goal a priority. All right, I'm going to expand on this a little bit more. How are we going to reach those financial goals that we have created? You guessed it. We're going to make a budget. Of course, that is one of my favorite things to talk about. Budgeting gives you permission to spend your money. By making a budget, knowing what your goals are, prioritizing your goals over everything else, over your conveniences, knowing what your goals are, you are able to budget according to those goals, according to your values. I happen to think that every budget should be based on what your family value is. You should not make a budget based on somebody else's family values. That is why I do not make the budget for my clients. I will help them make their budgets. I love doing that with them. We sit down and we go through the numbers and figure out what's best for who and for when. But I don't make your budget because what I value is totally different than what you and your family value. I have clients that want to make sure that their children are able to do all of their sports programs. Great. My children aren't in sports programs right now because that's not our priority. That's why I don't make their budget because I don't want to take away something that's really important to you. Again, this is where we allocate funds to our various priorities. That's part of making the budget. 
But you have to know what those priorities are in order to make the budget that focuses in on those. You can use many different methods to create this budget. And for the record, budgeting and expense tracking are different things. Budgeting is telling your money where to go. Budgeting is future focused. Everything that we talk about, creating a spending plan, that's future focused. Expense tracking, that's what I used to do. That's what I did before I learned what a real budget is, right? I would write down, I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm putting this much money towards food this month and I'm doing, I put down what I think I would spend on things, but then I just track where my money went. And in the end, if I didn't have enough money for that thing over there because I spent too much over here, oh, well, I'll have to figure it out next month. That's not where I want you to be. I want you to be in charge of your money. You are the ultimate decider. You are the ultimate decision maker. You are the one that decides what happens with your money. And let me tell you, whether you're being intentional or not, you are what happens to your money. If you are not being intentional, if you're just doing whatever you want, it's still your fault. But if you are focused and you are intense and you are going to effectively manage your finances, hey, guess what? Totally your fault that you won. Crazy, right? So there are many different ways that you can stay on budget. You can use apps like Every Dollar, which is the one that I highly recommend. There's also Mint. There's YNAB. There's Rocket Money is doing this now. However, Rocket Money does it for you. And I don't like that. I don't want somebody doing it for you. You have to be in charge. You can't allocate this to somebody else because somebody else, a robot, whoever else, that's not you. You're not going to win. So focus in on what you want most. Okay. You have to make the decisions. You have to be the one that's in there. And I like, I like these modern tools, right? I like being able to use the apps that are connected to my bank so I can just swipe things over. I like being able to have an app that's connected to my husband. We both have the same login and we can connect together so he can see what's been spent already. And he's not going to go, oh, we haven't bought groceries this month. I'm going to go spend all this money and, and then spends more money than we have allocated. Those are great. However, If you've been listening to this podcast for any time, you know that's not how my mind works. Me personally, I have to write it down with my hands. There's something magical that connects between my brain and my right hand. When my right hand is moving, my brain is soaking things in. So for me, I have to write things down. And yes, I will do this. I will write things down for my own brain and then put them into an app so my husband can work the way that his brain works. So I use pen and paper. I love making a budget with pen and paper. That is how my brain works. There's also Excel spreadsheets. Excel spreadsheets work wonders because they can add things up for you. I also have some tools that I can I can get connected with you. I am in the process of building out my beginner budget bundle. If you have never made a budget before, reach out to me. I will be selling this, but because I have not finished it yet, I'm not selling it yet. But I know a lady and I bet she can get it to you. Okay. So I want you to, if you've never made a budget before and you want help, I have my beginner budget bundle, but already available to you right now today is the Better Budget Bootcamp. In five days, I will help you create a budget that is based on what you value, that is going to help you succeed with money. I'm going to help you identify your goals. I'm going to help you prioritize. You can get it in the show notes or go to my website, accelerateyourlegacy.com, click on the resources page. You will get connected to the Better Budget Bootcamp. It is amazing. You have to go through all five days, but let me tell you, 15 minutes a day, 
for five days and you will have a budget based on what you value that's going to help you reach your financial goals. One of those goals might be to pay off debt. You do not need to be in debt. You do not need to be shackled. You do not need to be making the banks wealthy. Reduce your debt to zero. Let it go. You don't need it. You can jump back onto any of my podcasts about debt snowballs, about paying down debt. I am huge into this idea of paying off your debt. Why? Because I know what it's like to feel free. I know what it's like to have options. If you go into work and you have zero payments and your boss just loses their mind, decides to start yelling at you and telling you how awful you are, you know what you can do? You can look at them and go, hey, I don't have any payments. I don't need this job. See you later. Bye. That's amazing. You have options. You get to decide what you want to do with all of your dollars. I have a client and we sat down and we were talking about how they need to spend money. They have this need and desire in their heart to spend money on their children, to give their children things that they never had. It's been causing problems because they're trying to pay off debt, but he'll blow the budget by taking them to Target and spending $125 on kids. I sat down and calculated what all of their minimum payments were. I looked up how much they were spending on car payments and loan payments and ATV payments and credit card payments and personal loans and an IRS debt. And I looked at everything and I added it all up. And I said, hey, oh, what would you do if I gave you an extra $1,400 a month? How would you spend that on your kids? When he's like, well, you know, I, I might buy him a couple of things. But I wouldn't spend $1,400 on them, but maybe I could save up to take him out on this really nice trip. And he started telling me about this this trip that he wanted to go on across the world and take his whole family. And he was so excited about it. And I said, I can give you $1,400. He was like, how in the world can you give me $1,400? I said, you pay off all this debt. And you're not putting $1,400 towards your minimum payments anymore. That's $1,400 back in your pocket. This is why we do what we are doing. Instead of paying for your past and paying penalties, in the form of interest payments, you get to put all of that money back in your pocket. You get to have all of that back for you to do whatever you want with. That's why I'm telling you to pay off your debt. Now there's one caveat, just putting everything you have towards your debt, and that is the starter emergency fund. Before you pay any of your debt off, I want you to put $1,000 into a savings account to separate you from life. Things are going to come up. You are going to need cash on hand. $1,000 is not enough to do everything. It's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be a buffer between you and life. $1,000 is not going to cover your ambulance ride. Found that out. (laughs) But it will help you when you have smaller things. Like we just found out my daughter's school is going to be having upgraded security measures this coming year, which I really appreciate. But we are going to have to pay $500 at the end of this month that I was not expecting to have to pay. It's totally fine. You know why it's totally fine? Because I have an emergency fund. I have buffer between me and life. I don't have to sell stuff around the house. I don't have to stress about it. I don't have to put it on a credit card. I can just put $500 of money that I already have set aside towards securing my children when they go to school. You need an emergency fund. That is something that you need to have. 
eventually we will build up to three to six months of expenses. But right now I want you to have $1,000 in a starter emergency fund. Then we are going to pay off debt and then we are going to build a larger emergency fund. You see what we are doing here by prioritizing our money is we're mitigating opportunity cost. Let me explain to you really quickly that when you say yes to something, when you say yes to spending your money today, you are saying no to something else. I say yes to something today. I'm saying no to something for tomorrow because I've already spent that money. If I say yes to spending all of my money that I make in income today, I say no to being able to retire. If I say yes to saving my money today, I'm saying no to working later. Crazy how that works, isn't it? This thing, it's called opportunity cost. Opportunity cost refers to the potential value or benefit that is lost when one choice is made over another. It costs you something. If I say yes to spending all of my money today, I'm going to have to say no tomorrow because I'm not going to have any money left. Crazy. Crazy. Prioritizing means saying no to something now so I can say yes to something later. It could be that I'm saying no to something right in this moment, but it doesn't mean no forever, right? I want to buy a brand new car. I am obsessed with the Honda Odyssey and how the new ones have these middle seats that you can separate your children, right? It's like on a on a magic track. And if they get too handsy with each other, you can just split them apart. I'm obsessed with this idea. I want one. I'm not buying that today. So I'm saying no today to this amazing Honda Odyssey that I really want. Hashtag not sponsored. But I'm not saying never. I'm just saying not now. No doesn't have to mean no forever. So when we tell ourselves no to the going out to eat all the time, we're telling ourselves no to buying that new fancy dress. If we're telling ourselves no to the sports ball tickets. Yes, that is a joke. My brother has a box at the Dallas Cowboys that he goes to all the time. I am hardcore jealous. Wish that I could go. I just go to training camp instead. Okay, because I live in Southern California. I get to go to Cowboys training camp. I don't have, that's not true. I was going to say I don't have the money to buy box tickets to Dallas Cowboys games. That's not true. If I wanted to, I have the money to do it. I am choosing to do something else with my money. There's always a trade-off. There's always a trade-off. Anytime you say yes to something, you were saying no to something else. This is true with your time as well. If you want to give all of your time to your children, you are saying no to time alone. And you're saying no to time at work. And you're saying no to time with your husband. You're saying no to time with your friends. If you say yes to only time with your children. I said yes to sitting down and recording this podcast right now. And I said no to going to get a snack. And let me tell you, I am very hungry today. I do not know why. Probably has something to do with the fact that I'm still nursing a seven-month-old little girl and she sucks the life right out of me. But I do that because I love her and I'm prioritizing her health and her happiness. Every choice you make has a reaction. So just remember when we're talking about our money, you can say no today for a yes later. There is a cost to everything you choose to do. So right now, by saying no to your conveniences, obviously things are going to be less convenient. I'm saying no to the drive-thru. 
That would just be really convenient if I could just go through the drive-thru. But what I'm saying yes to is more money in my pocket, a bigger down payment, a nicer home. There's always a trade-off. But if we pay off our debt, we have an emergency fund, we are budgeting monthly, and yes, the budget's going to change. It's not a set it or forget it. We have to pay attention. We are budgeting, we are focused on our financial goals, and we are prioritizing what's most important today. You are going to get to where you want to be with money. I can guarantee you that if you are intentional, you are going to get the results that you are after. Yes, life happens. Things come up. Let me tell you, this month, life happened. I got my first ride in an ambulance. It was crazy town. But I have the money to pay for these things. I have insurance in place to cover the big bulk of things. I am able to cover my deductible. I am able to cover any out-of-pocket expenses because I've set myself up intentionally. And I know that things happen. Things come up. Car accidents happen. But guess what? If you are driving an $8,000 car, you do not have to go buy a new one. You don't. You can buy another $8,000 car. That one was getting you around just fine. If you get into a car accident, you're driving an $8,000 car, you get into a car accident, and the insurance company gives you $8,000 to replace that car, you can go buy another $8,000 car. It's crazy. We have to change the way that we see the world. Guys, I hope that this was encouraging to you. Managing your finances effectively starts by setting your priorities. I love talking through these things with you. If you need somebody to sit down and figure out, okay, I have this goal, this goal, this goal, this goal, this goal, and I don't know how to prioritize it. I don't know how to make them specific. I don't know how to make my budget wrap around these goals. I, I'm drowning in debt and I can't figure out which one to pay off first. Let's have a talk. I am open to you. You can click the show notes and down in the show notes, there's a work with me button where you can schedule a one-to-one clarity call with me where we will figure out what your next steps are. It's the money mastery button in the show notes. I call it a clarity call because I will help you get clear. We will get clarity on what your next steps are and I will customize a plan just for you. I am excited to talk with you to help you grow and to help you become debt-free. But really, I want to help change the way that you identify with money. I want you to feel, I want you to feel like you're in control because you are, whether you know it or not, you are completely in control of your money, except sometimes you let it control you or sometimes you just decide that you're going to be in control of it like you're in control of a wild animal. It's just over there. You can't tame it. You can tame that dog and you can bring it home and it can be your best friend and cuddle on the couch together but you have to make the decision to do it. All right, guys, I will talk with you soon. Go out and make a difference. Thank you for spending some of your most precious resource, your time working on yourself today. But don't just listen to the show. Implement something you heard. If you found a piece of today's show valuable, chances are you have a friend who will too. So please share this with them. And please rate and review the podcast to help spread the word. Remember, the legacy you leave is not just dollars and cents in a bank account, but the tools, habits, mindset, and reputation you leave behind. If you have questions or need encouragement, send me a DM on Instagram at Accelerate Your Legacy, or check out the resources listed in the show notes. I'll be back next week.
Bye for now.